Hey guys, welcome back. Tonight we are joined by Misha Johnston. Uh, we're actually this is her second time on the show. She we had her on originally on episode ninety two, I believe, and where she told some of her story and some of her testimony. It was it was really interesting. I highly recommend going back and listening to it if you haven't heard that yet. Um, and Misha, first of all, I want to say thank you for everything you're doing in this. Like I've been fo following you and watching you for a long time. Um, you have your your host of Starseed Awakening Radio, if people don't know that, but the support groups that you have and the weekly meetups, I think that's amazing because you're helping um, survivors of, of, of trafficking and uh, PTSD veterans, um, <clears throat> abductees, and you even have a support group for newly awakened Starseeds. Uh, I, I know what it takes to put on this show and the amount of effort and hours you have and we're doing what you're doing. Uh, I truly appreciate what you're doing. On top of the Oracle de Oracle decks that you have, the ET Experiencer Oracle decks, what's it called? The Unimaginable, your new one? Yes, the ET Experiencer, the Unimaginable. Right, and then you're also an author. You have uh, the author of Galactic Genealogy, Planetary Origins, They Weren't Butterflies, A Monarch, Survivor's Story, and Covert Abductions. Um, you're busy. You're busy yep, and right. obviously, <laughs> yep. and I may have a therapist on top of that. Nice. <laughs> a hypnotherapist on top of it. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I specialize in trauma release hypnosis. And so I work with a lot of uh, SSP, uh, MK Ultra, super soldiers, people like mm. that. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, and the groups, your meetups, I mean, it's, are you impressed by the numbers of like, as far as how vast this is about how many people are coming forward now and experiencing this type of stuff? Absolutely. There is just about every other day, one or two people come forward and want to try to find, find out their answers and find out what's going on with them uh, coming and joining the group. Uh, every group I have uh, one, at least one new person and I have three groups a week. So uh and then I have all kinds of people, in, you know, go on my website and contact me through there as well. So there is so many people waking up now, more so than I think has ever been. And part of it was because we were locked down for so long, locked down for those two two years. And people go introspective and start looking at their own experiences and and doing research and things like that. So I think that really worked against the powers that be wanted it to go and it worked against Absolutely. them and so more people are awake and more people are raising their consciousness too right no i agree yeah, exactly i mean yeah you're sitting around with nothing to do you're listening to more podcasts you're watching documentaries um and then you're being activated you're you're oh you hear information like wait was i a part of this mm -hmm. you start going down these rabbit holes um yep right mm -hmm. so i mean it's I absolutely agree with you as far as that goes. Um, so um, just for the people who don't know who you are, and if you, I, I know we, we've covered this on the first episode with you, but you want to briefly tell people your story and how you kind of found yourself getting into this? Um, okay, well, as I'm an experiencer of at least eight or nine different ex types of ETs, including... Uh, my lab experiences, military reabduction, military laboratory abduction as well. And 
since I was three years old, my experiences started. So I had all kinds of experience throughout my whole life, including the hybrid program. I've been in the hybrid program and, and shown 17 children presentations and such. Um, I myself um, was at three years old, really was about the time I was brought into the MK Ultra. So it's very interesting, the dichotomy that I have these ETs that are my galactic fans and family and friends. And then on the other side, my family and uh, is part of the MK Ultra family. And so uh, I'm programmed at age three, um, partially by my father and by others taken to um, psych ward. Actually, it was an asylum that was near my mother grandmother's house and so uh, I would be taken out there for training for trauma-based training and different things like that um that went on well I was put into service at nine years old so from about three to nine was I think the training the the MK Ultra training the electric shock um desensitization Locking your rooms, locking your in boxes. Uh, um, also working with other children and and things like that. Um, the animal bonding. We had a lot of animal bonding, and then of course, when you're bonded with your animal, they will pull one of your altars that they that they have made, and the altar will kill the the animal. Or they might kill the animal, or they might ask you to kill the animal. Um, so there's so many different ways they do it. Uh, I, in my case, was a bunny that I had with the bunny, with my little pet bunny, but I thought it was a stuffed animal. And one day, uh, after a lot of training and tortures and things like that, they said, take your bunny and wring its neck. So I did, but I thought it was, you know, a stuffed animal. Wow. You, know, just, you just follow orders. When they split, and then the splitting is started very early. The splitting is started when you're tr three years old or younger, depending. Uh, and that your altars are then started to form, that they're forming your altars. Often they will take, in fact, I think this is exactly what they do. This is my opinion of with my research and everything I've worked with with people in hypnosis, and is that they they have the ability to time travel. They have the ability to use look at project looking glass, so they can see your past lives. They they also know when you come in anyway, so they can see your past lives. And as they um, look into your past lives, they will find a past life where you've been a seer or you've been a healer here or you've been a psychic here or you've been a monster here and you're or you've been a killer here because we experience everything we're not that's just how humans are we experience every kind of life good and bad and so they'll pull those and put those information into the altar somehow to drugs and hypnosis and, and implantation and things like that and so uh, they start making these altars and these altars uh, are started from very young age and they continue until maybe about 11. About, I think is the, 
the oldest that they could, um, you know, do the splendoring of the altars and, and make the altars. So what the, what else? Uh, well, I mean, so I have a lot of questions, actually. So, I mean, okay. <clears throat> to me, uh, I've heard people talk about this before, even yourself. I think this, uh, like they call my lab families, you know, um, like th there's a good chance. Like, so you say your father was your handler. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, who knows what life, what he went through and who was his handler, if he was a part of it and how far back does this go? Those are the things we need to think of. And, and, and also I'm interested on, um, your thoughts or your advice on how you can break that and, and get out of that cycle. Yes, indeed. It does go back in the genetic line. So your parents, your grandparents can go all the way back there with that um, program. In my case, my father, uh, was a Rosicrucian and he became a Rosicrucian when he was a very small child because his mother was a Rosicrucian. I'm not sure how far that went, but, um, as a, as a child, he was tortured. Uh, uh, he talked about being whipped all the time and different things like that. So I know that he went through the mind control torture. Um, it, let's see. And the other question you had was, sorry, we're going to, well, I, I was just wondering if, if you've, um, like, like, is this breakable? Like, can we get out of that family? Oh, that sure. cycle? Well, I work with people a, a lot in, in integrating their altars, uh, canceling contracts, cutting cords. These are all very, very, very valuable. Yeah. Uh, removing implants or actually um, disabling implants as well. So when I'm working with somebody in a regression and we come up with their altars, um, it's not a type of thing that you can do immediately. It takes a lot of time. It took me years and years to integrate my altars. Right. Well, it's, it's, I think it's important to understand that you can do something about it so it doesn't happen to your kids or our kids. That's right. It stopped at me. It stopped with me. And, and that's the important thing is if you can find your healing somewhere, somehow, there's all different kinds of ways to, to work with people, psychics or um, different types of readers work with um, hypnosis and such to, to stop it before it goes on. Um, so, yeah, the whole what you call it splitting of the consciousness um, mm -hmm. You think that stops at age 11 for some reason? I think uh, that what I've heard that people who have had it later, I think they find out that, uh, you know, you get into 11, 12, 13 teenagers and such. Uh, insanity can happen. That's the people I think that split all the way to dissociated, dissociated identity disorder and are in, you know, the psych wards. Uh, I don't think I think they found out from a lot of failures that there's a certain age that you do it. And when the children are malleable and are able to dissociate because children uh, com commonly do dissociate through their lives uh, with the little injuries and things like that. People do. So um, they just have what it takes. I mean, they use drugs, they use hypnosis, they use uh, um all, all kinds of different types of uh, trauma in order to do that splitting of the psyche. 
Right. And that's what like the Montauk project was about. That's what they were doing at Montauk and who knows where else mm-hmm. around the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was a vast system. That, that's just like the most popular one, but there's probably other versions of that. I would imagine, unfortunately. Um, so, okay. After you're split and you're put into the programs, uh, you have altars and they're being used in God knows what and where. Um, so that your version here on earth, um, us, you know, a lot of people experience, uh, targeting, like, like, let's just say a targeted individual, like missing time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mind control. Like, have you experienced that with the people that come on your show and in your group and even yourself, like, or do you feel like you're constantly being targeted? My feeling is, yes, I have had targeting and I have been put in the hospital for uh, just before every book, both books that I wrote, except for the Galactic. Uh, I was put in the hospital just as about the time I was uh, sending it off to the printers for the very last viewing. And I was thinking, okay, well, tomorrow I will publish it. I will absolutely have it published tomorrow. And that day is when I ended up uh, first thinking I had a heart attack. And then it went into other things and ended up in the hospital for 10 days. And the second book was the very same thing. And that was um, five days. So I think, yes, but I feel, I feel for me, I have found a way to ignore them to block them with the help of my galactic family. And I can ignore them by allowing myself. So I see people following me or watching me. If I ignore them, they do go away, I think. Well, As far as the other things, I haven't had targeting like the other people. Day in, day out, day in, day out. I, you know, so I, I don't know. I can't, I can't walk in their shoes. So I think it's pretty awful what they go through. Right. I agree. Um, and we have targeted individuals reach out to us. I mean, it, it, what they're going through is not fun, unfortunately. And, and it sounds insane. Like if you were to go tell a normal person what's happening to you, uh, it, it's understandable why they would think you're going crazy. Because if you're not, if you don't have an understanding of this type of technology and this information, you're going to be like, man, that guy's nuts. But um, it, by ignoring them, you think that it, helps actually like the, it's not it's just the same with anything if you feed into it you're giving it energy you're giving them power so if you just act like they're not there i mean they're eventually going to get bored with you right i agree i think so i think they will it's not accomplishing what they wanted so they'll go to somebody else that, that does freak out that does get bothered now i would have ringing sometimes or uh, you know uh sounds in my ear or i might have uh, attack on a headache or something like that also i have had where they discombobble your brain and everything but i don't worry about it i don't buy into it i'm not going to let it affect my life that's right. just my feeling on it well that's great advice i feel like yeah. i mean it takes a strong mind to be able to do that because um the, here's the thing though you know what's happening when it's happening so you can you can justify like you can explain it, but when people don't understand it and it's happening to them, that's when you start going crazy. Psychotronic warfare is real, one hundred percent, and I do believe that it's going to be used in the future a lot. I think that 
the 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 jab has aspects that they're going to be using these psychotronic uh, torture in or control. So I, I believe it's not over. I think it's beginning. I'm hoping that the people who've been the guinea pigs for these many years will now be left alone and then go to the other people that are connected with the, you know, the jab and the 5G connecting and all of these things. I'm still researching that. I don't. I can't tell you for sure. Right. There seems to be a link. It's all linked somehow. Um, and they definitely have their agenda. They're and they have multiple agendas they're trying to push and accomplish. Uh, uh, at least now, um, just from what we're hearing, there's some sort of. Uh, um, what am I trying to say, Aaron? Help me. But, Not backlash. Um, <laughs> I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there is a secret pushback. That's what the word I was looking for. Pushback, (laughs) pushback from the public for sure, which is amazing. And that's Mm -hmm. that's I think they underestimated um, how many people were going to push back to to all the craziness, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, there is a there is a massive war between what you know people call the white hats or the alliance or the benevolent ETs against Mm -hmm. these people and and the dark ETs that are controlling them. Uh, ultimately so there is a a lot of pushback on that level that is stopping them from i think i think they wanted a lot more to to have already happened by now and because they had that pushback they haven't been able to i think they wanted covid to be way worse than it. i probably shouldn't have said the word but <laughs> way worse than it was um i think they want they wanted to start world they've been trying to start world war three for decades for decades and have been thwarted left and right um you know you got the et shutting down the nuclear facilities you've got all these like i think there's been the secret war going on for a long time there's a lot of evidence of that and whistleblowers talking about that even um and with help of ets that have humanity's best interests at heart and i think a lot of them are karmically connected to us because we have their genetics in us they they were part of um you know creating who we are so um they're helping right now exactly yeah good news right i agree with that 100 percent. doesn't mean everything's you know doesn't mean there's not going to be some craziness there already is obviously but uh things could get crazier and worse before they get better i would like to speak to um one of the craziness things that are happening in my my opinion is um people who are mind controlled are mind controlled with their uh alters and with and they become many of them become sleepers that can be reactivated later and i believe that is exactly what we've been seeing for probably 40 years i mean the first one the first known one was sirhan sirhan he was a sleeper he had no idea under hypnosis they found out that even under hypnosis, he still didn't. I mean, he was like, he thought he was a monkey. He acted like a monkey. So uh, they can control these people to, uh, and meet with them. Uh, so like say in a shooting, a school shooting, I'm going to give you my opinion of the school shooting. I believe that they probably had been working on that young man, maybe throughout his life and had, uh, have, put an alters in him all he would have to do is put one alter they wouldn't even have to go the whole thing about a lot of alters just 
one altar that they could access later that was um, a sleeper that when the time was right, they turned him on and they provided the guns and the weapons and then they sent him in to do whatever they want. And there we go with gun control. Or, or the police to not enter, which is why they didn't. Um, it, the whole so many thing, odd well, things. So every aspect of that thing was just red flag after red flag when you look into it. It was red yeah. flag, yeah. It's Absolutely. 100% false flag is what it is. Yes. It was um, definitely false flag with with children dying, which is right. just horrific. Yeah, they die. It doesn't mean false flag doesn't mean the children didn't die. They did absolutely, which is you're correct. Mm -hmm. It's it's a horrific thing, but it was an orchestrated false flag for an agenda. Obviously, it's just like the WWE doesn't mean somebody still can't get hurt, even though you know it's staged, but instead people still get hurt. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely think I've actually done. Aaron, you remember the voice to skull uh, presentation I did. And, and I went into all the school shooters and I went back to like all of the recent ones I can find and literally every single article, every one of them I found had, there's one commonality. They all said, God told them to do it. Exactly. God told them to do it. And that, what does that tell you? That's voice to skull technology. And yes, yes. They've been priming these people for a long time, working on them for a long time and they're activated and Mm -hmm. and controlled to do something they don't even know what they're doing they're completely being used and it's all for their agenda for the second amendment and whatever else that comes along with it um i I agree with you 100 on that i was watching an x-files that had um the the i don't know what year it was in the 90s or something maybe Mm -hmm. even later maybe older than that 60s i don't know but that this uh uh watchtower where this guy was definitely mind controlled to go up there, take a bunch of guns and start shooting people. And it, you know, this was a real event that happened that they depicted in X-Files. So I, they are not going to stop and notice where they have them. They have it in Texas, which is let's succeed from the union type of person. Let's have the freedom. And uh, I also heard about one in Oklahoma, which is another state that has that feeling that we want that that we feel that the government is overreaching their authorities Mm -hmm. and such to put it lightly right so they're trying to make it look like oh look at what happens in these states when uh everyone has guns you know it's it's all psychological manipulation 100 percent. yeah exactly Right. Without- Plus, I have another. I have another theory. Can I tell you the other theory? It Absolutely. Bring it crazy. on. Bring it All on. All right. <laughs> the same day, the same day that the shooting happened, was um, um, Bush had a attempted assassination plan plot that was was stopped. Okay, so it was a plot that was stopped that they stopped, and and it was going to assassinate Bush. Later on that afternoon, these children are sacrificed and i do believe it is retribution for how dare you i think it was probably could have been the alliance trying to take out bush i don't know you know uh mm-hmm. but it was like to me could it possibly be that this is retribution so you're going to try to mess with us look what we're going to do to your most cherished being your most cherished present not really possession but your children right yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I could be way off, but I thought that was interesting that 
Bush. And that all happened in the same day within a few hours apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, inter- a, not a coincidence. It's interesting you, you said sacrifice because that gets me thinking like, obviously, we always talk about these events are aligned astrologically too. And, and, and they never waste a date. They never waste an event. So, and the locations they choose are also specific because they like to spill blood into the ley line and, and that affects the entire planet. Um, it's a so ritual. It's a yeah. ritual. To so, and but exactly there's it's, yep. it's, there's a, it's a there's some sort of a ritual like i've heard people say that like for any any type of event like that on the surface somewhere underground is a, as a group of people doing an actual ritual like sending these negative entities and whatever just to help pull it off it's disgusting mm-hmm. i hate even thinking about that but i really think that's what they're doing there they were at least i mean i don't know what's going on anymore but yeah yeah i do think so so right. I just want to step, step on that. Any other questions? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we kind of got off on a little tangent there. Um, so you have recall from being in the programs, like recent recall. For the people who don't know, can you share of what some of your time has looked like? Some of my altars were used as beta slaves. Uh, I do absolutely have um, a recollection that I was on a bus at Nellis Air Force Base um, with Sirhan Sirhan. I went to that same, um, it was a political event, and I went to that same hotel, another woman and myself, uh, to be part of the, the whole thing. I, we were just kind of assisting, I guess you'd say. I don't, I don't exactly know what I did or remember what I did other than I was there, I was, well, we were servicing as well. Uh, we're beta slaves. So that would be the main reason that we'd go. But we were also uh, assisting in case something happened with Sirhan Sirhan. So I know that for a fact about the, those kinds of things. I was also a courier. I was taken by planes to different countries. Uh, I'd like, I'll give an example. I'll walk, uh, I, I was picked up taken on a, a plane. I was uh, picked up by a, a limo, um, then taken to um, a cobblestone street, and walked over to a, a house, knocked on the door, said my spill, uh, my, and they said it back, said something back, and that meant I was okay for them to come in. And then once I got in, I gave them information and the information I was giving them was names, dates, places, uh, people the, uh, about taking over of a small country. So that was the only thing I remembered. About, I was really the only one I looked in to remember about that one. But that was so I knew if I did it once, there was many of them. So I was a courier and we have a photogenic memory uh, uh, as well as a photographic memory where we can uh, remember things and take them back to our handler and give them the information, things like that. Um, many people are assassins. I don't know. I haven't found out that I'm an assassin uh, per se like that. I, I, I don't think I was used as an assassin. Um, I, uh, I, I would say, because I was in the very first parts of this, uh, 
I was also used to, I believe, definitely, I was taking an MKL to programming, like a Montauk type of thing for time travel. I do believe that I had some of those experiences. I believe also that I was, oh God, I'm sorry, my ear thing keeps falling out. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Um, yeah. Um, I believe that uh, I was using some type of space program as well. But I'm still learning those. I'm doing regressions on those. I've had like 17 regressions throughout my life. The first 10 were about, no, the 12 were AT stuff to get me back on that. And then the, the last few have uh, been with the traumas and things like that to help me integrate. So um, I've only had one regression about my memories of the Secret Space Program, which was the only memory I have, memory, memory I have is waking up as 11 years old and being told to put on a uniform, uh, live, sleeping in a hammock-like thing that was hanging from the wall. I do remember also this, this um, wasn't a structure, I know it was a ship of some kind, was very dark and it was kind of dark in there it was very loud when you walked I just remember the loudness when you walked. and when I was in a submarine about I don't know in Hawaii about four years ago just going in the submarine I went oh my god this is the feeling so it kind of felt like a submarine to me it felt like that and like I said we had these um uh beds that came down from the wall and all they were were two probably uh, wires and then this mesh kind of thing that we slept on and they gave us a, a, a cover. And so we were, they were like piled up on the wall like that. Um, I do remember being after, after that, putting in uniforms and taken out to, uh, not out, but taken to place to um, look at imageries of ETs and to get to the point of what, was scary what was not is this bad this is good this is bad 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 mostly mostly good and bad um and then also one time being taken out outside being used as a uh, bait in my opinion to get uh these insects that had big pinchers on the end of them and we were the bait where the uh government would or not government the soldiers super soldiers would would kill them and shoot them and stuff so i remember that i think from a distance a human whether they're 11 years old or 17 years old can be mistaken for a, a soldier and that's what i think they were trying to do so that it would get them out and then they'd kill them uh, but the, some of us would get killed too or injured. I do remember being injured, uh, caught in the side of the stomach and a chunk being taken out. And I don't remember anything after that. Um, but then in regression, I found out. Uh, so these are pieces. I forget this. I remember that. Then you go in, you get pieces. You find out what happened. I was on a med, med tank, not a bed, but a med tank I was put in. And I was healed um, from that wound and such right the a regen tank is what some people call okay so we called them as kids as kids there we called them the gen tanks is what we called them oh interesting so to me that's pretty significant recall honestly like the details and you said you were on a submarine in hawaii and it felt familiar well we know about some of these submarines being 
repurposed for space shuttles or space, not shuttles, but you know what I mean? Spaceships, craft. Um, mm-hmm. There is a good chance that you could have been on an actual submarine whenever you were uh, remembering those sleeping on those beds. Yeah, I mean, it could have been, uh, but I I don't remember. I know we weren't on water, but but it could have been. And I, in those with the secret space, I do not remember seeing space, actually. But I do remember in my experience with ETs seeing space. Interesting. I mean, that's the thing about these secret space program. We call it secret space program, but a lot of these people are used on Earth for missions. And they, who knows if they, there's an earthly program going on. They may never even make it off planet. It just depends on, you know, specifically yeah. what they want you to do. And yeah. obviously they're using everybody for different abilities and different people are targeted for gifts and past lives and things they've done, you know. Um, <clears throat> so um, each each person is unique you know as far as far as why they need them well yeah their experience is such so also later on i remember so i've got 11 years old and then no memories whatsoever nothing 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 at all until until i'm like probably 24 to 26 and i was working with super soldiers as a say um a guide, consultant, um, tutor, whatever you want to call it, um, not training them to do weaponry or training them for combat, but uh, sending them to the classes for those things. And I felt that it was a bit, uh, that people were dying a lot. And so I didn't want that to happen. So I felt that it was a really good idea that they teamed up. So teamed up as teams, uh, either partners or either group teams. And so I was, uh, like, I'll put it this way. Um, Why I even thought about this is possible, because I don't really remember this, is I was doing two different regressions. And the people during the regression, when they were in their theta state, said, and you were there. One guy told me, you were the... Um, what did he call me? Well, he called me uh, something like, I can't remember what it was. It, it was kind of detrimental kind of a call. But you were the one controlling us. You were the controller. You were controlling uh, the super soldiers. And the other woman said, you were a lot like what you do here. You help people. You connect them and you um, and you teach them how to work and help each other. and stuff. So that was her look on it. So uh, I want to do more regressions really before I do much more talking. That's the only memory I have. It may not even been in space. It, 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 I have a lot of, a lot of my lab experiences. I have a lot of my lab underground bases, a lot of memories of underground bases. Uh, Could the underground bases be off planet? I don't know. So I just consider myself, part of the secret space garden, but I'm not sure if I've been out in space yet. But I know I have been in space because of the fight. I know there's none of those insectoids on this planet. So that way I know I was there for at least some amount of time. I don't know about 20 and back or any of that. It's funny you keep saying that you don't know much, but you have a lot you have a lot to work with there. Um <laughs> excuse me. Um I haven't even 
I'm not ready to tell the story yet, but I've had, uh, I've had a recall, I would say, or an experience where I've seen you also. Me? And, really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? You, oh, you. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, uh, yeah. Um, first time, uh, but it's, okay. Uh, well, we'll have to talk about it privately. Yeah, we will. <laughs> like, we yeah, will yeah, yeah. because, uh, it's interesting. Um, I, I'm, there's no coincidences, I don't think. So the interesting thing about all of this is it doesn't seem like I was, I always thought like maybe you got to a certain age and you started getting your memories back or whatever the case may be. I think it's just these, like whatever's happening right now, for some reason, like everyone across the board is just being activated and getting their memories back because it's, it's, we have people all across the spectrum now remembering things. And even some children and teenagers that I know have memories already at their young age and they're getting bleed through of things that they're doing and they're coming home and are waking up and telling their parents about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Like it, it just seems like whatever hap- whatever's happening right now is it's all happening at once to everybody. And I'm I sure, agree. I'm sure you see, obviously we talked about that earlier with, with your groups and your support groups. What made you decide to want to start doing that? You just wanted to help everybody or was just, how did you fall into that? Uh, No, actually, it was in uh, 1989. Um, I was, I was doing UFO, it's called UFO Contact Center International. I was the uh, director of it in my state, which was at, at, Nevada and I uh, was bringing in speakers and so after we did got would finish with the speakers then we'd open it up to questions and I would have people come and wait to stand up and say well what do you know about abduction or this or that and and my galactics would say in my ear almost exactly these words they'd say beloved it's time for you to start your support group and I said Oh no, I um um no, I'm I I can't do that. You know, I, I and then the next week, same kind of thing. And this went on and then um I got this one girl stood up and said, I'm so alone, I can't walk down my my um my hall, I have to have the lights on, I'm terrified. And and this was now the third time somebody had stood up and said something about it. And they said, Beloved, is this now time? to start the support group and they said it in a firm but loving energy because they'd already told me two other times and so at that time I stood up and I I, I, you know I said thank you for the guest and I said I want to tell everyone I'm going to come to the back of the group I'm going to be starting a support group so I did so from there I started the support group for men and women I had a women's group I had a men's group I had a teen and a young adult group because my sons were teens and they needed that help. And then I got a, I had a parents and children's uh, support group. Where, and with the parents and children's, we would go and um, um, I'd have them draw pictures before they came to group of their experience. And then we talk about them when we got there. And so, yeah, so that's, that's why I did it because the Galactics said it was mm-hmm. time for me to do it. It was my mission. Right. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, and I think you would think that after listening to so many people share their stories, it starts to trigger your own stuff as well. And, and I'm sure the people in the group has been, have been just as supportive for you as you have been for them. 
That's absolutely. I think it's so important. And, you know, I'm only one person. If there's other people who start these groups, that's good. That's good. Especially in other countries with other languages and stuff. They all, there should be these kind of groups. If you can't have them in your home, because a lot of people don't, but I do now start having, I'm having them in my home again. Uh, but if you don't, then have them on Zoom. It, it costs some money to, you know, do that kind of a Zoom uh, meeting group, but it's not that, it's not, it's really worthwhile. It's really right. worthwhile helping right. people. And a lot of people are being drawn to do, to help in L so many ways. Well, everybody's finding their place right now. Everyone has a role, you know, in this, through this awakening and disclosure or whatever. And I think anytime somebody can find like find purpose in their mission it's exciting because we're always going through life like whenever you go through the awakening you hear about everybody and talking about their missions but no one you like what's my mission what's my mission like i don't know how am i supposed to know but then it's slowly that evolves and you figure it out but once you get in touch with your galactic that's the best way to find out your mission is getting in touch with your galactic right guides galactics whatever you whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it um Mm -hmm. your angels wherever whoever you work with right. Jesus, whoever you work with right yeah yeah uh so i want to talk about the hybrid program a little bit okay uh as far as you you mentioned earlier you said 17 children you've been shown mm -hmm. um wow. so i've i know i've heard it's some pretty wild out there numbers from people like as far right. as how many hybrid children they've had, can you explain? We've talked about this before, but it's there's always new people tuning in. Can you explain like what this hybrid program is and how they're pulling it off and and what's the purpose okay. of it? Okay, so there's many different hybrid programs, I believe, and there are many different galactic groups that are doing aliens, if you want to call them galactic or aliens, that are doing these these hybrid programs. Um, there's also military, uh, not military, there's the MyLab hybrid programs. There's probably even off-planet hybrid programs as well. So um, all they need is a woman's eggs, first of all, and the man's sperm to be in the hybrid program. Um, they will, um, they'll also take genetics from people and they can add genetics. So you can have two fathers, one mother and alien DNA. You can have it that way. They'll, they'll do different things like that. They do all kinds of different genetics they're working on. Um, let me see what else. Um, and I think these are the positive experiences. So I'll give you an example. Um, well, for instance, um, the Zeta Reticular say that their planet used to be very much, and they used to be very much like us, except that um, due to war and due to other disease and things like that, they the women could no longer, they could not appropriate anymore, and the women could no longer give birth. So they started cloning, but they realized this isn't the right, it wasn't good, it, it ended, the clones didn't last, uh, they died fast, so they wanted to start this gen this genetic program so that's just one of the programs and i will say that because that is the one i was one of the ones i was in so in mine uh they would uh, you know however they did the genetics they'd come and take the eggs um they would go and add genetics to the eggs and then they put the eggs back into the 
back into me, shall we say. And then um, in some cases, they just take the eggs and do whatever they wanted with them. Uh, we produce a lot of eggs. So that's why women, you know, you can have 17 plus type amount of children. So all they need is the eggs. And then and they can even splice the eggs from that. So there's all kinds of genetic things that they do. Um, let me see. Another way is uh, they inseminate you on board the planet, uh, not planet, on board the ship, like a man, maybe take a man up, uh, have have a, 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 and a lot of times it's already a hybrid female that they'll have them have sex with. And then uh, the same thing with women, sometimes they'll um, have um have sex i mean it's not it's with different groups I, i'm not saying this happens all the time all right but i am saying that for instance uh my son was in a ufo and saw and and this almost an orgy thing going on and other people have talked about this and in the, on and it really was an orgy with each other it was just a lot of different people and he met his future wife and he so when he met that wife that future wife and they had the child that was the design that they had for this particular genetic program that and so there's just so many different genetic programs and i don't know how else to right. uh, to explain any more about that well whenever they okay so whenever they come and like to say take your eggs and then bring it back how do they accomplish that i mean have do you have any recall oh through the through the, yeah. through the belly button that for me they did they they would go through my belly button and, uh they also did gynecologically they would take the eggs gynecologically uh the gynecology i think is the way that they would take the eggs but but uh they also did something through our belly buttons rather it was in um inseminating the ovaries uh or inseminating the doing something with the fetus checking on it whatever it was but um right I've, a, I've, a lot I've, of women get crusty belly buttons let's put it that way with blood <laughs> um <laughs> happens i've heard that uh, a woman explained she she had a uh, missing time one night or she knew something happened and she she was a remote viewer and i'll leave her name out of it but she uh -huh. Um, she wanted to somehow she was able to view she was a seer or whatever she wanted to see what they did to her and she when she viewed it she saw them come in the room and she said she's they literally had like a blue laser and they cut an incision in her lower abdomen and pulled the eggs out that way and then they used that same laser to close it up and it didn't even leave a scar it didn't even leave a scar and that's interesting that's what she saw that's right you know how interesting that is is because there has been including myself right there where you're talking about it seemed like it was like a hairline scar but it it was gone it disappeared right but you like saw it but it did disappear uh, within a short amount of time so that that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. i i actually haven't really researched to find out how so well, that's and, gonna be, that could and that, be and that blue laser technology is depicted a lot in movies and star trek and as a healing device uh mm -hmm. they'll be able to just you know hit somebody with that blue laser and they'll they'll heal their wound right up uh mm -hmm. that's i mean yep. so there's disclosure there 
Um, okay. So then there's this hybrid program. They make these children, they, however mm -hmm. they do this, um, what are they using them for? Is this for space programs? Um, what's the purpose? Well, I believe that they are in many cases, they are, um, sometimes they'll stay on board the ship. Sometimes they'll be taken to another planet. Sometimes their population, they're there to populate other planets. Um, I I believe the Zeta reticuli definitely, uh, the ones I had encounters with, I believe, did indeed take back because they knew cloning wasn't working. So they would take these hybrid children back. Since hybrid children cannot live here, they can't live in the density, they can't live in the pollution, uh, they, they can't live here. Oh, I didn't unless, know that. Unless, unless you have a different hybrid program, which is that other hybrid program where they're genetically high. Uh, manipulating changing adding things to uh women's babies that are in their fetuses and um you know perhaps they do it before i don't know but these kids are born on on planet earth and they are hybrid children there's a lot of hybrid children coming i they believe that they are in fact this is exactly the term they said they said that that we believe that When the time of great change comes, you'll be able to connect up and see your hybrid children. The children that are being born on this planet are like they don't have the reptilian fight or flight kind of brain. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're they change things about them so that they can be uh, not be in such a warring way because. The only way to, we're going to get off this planet is if we stop our warring ways because they don't want us out there otherwise. And so yeah. I do believe that the hi, the hybrid children that are being born now, maybe in the last maybe in the last twenty years, I don't know, but especially now, uh, their their intelligence Vaughn. I also think that there has something to do with the autism. Uh, um, more the Asperger's, not really the autism. I, autism has to do with the jab a lot too, but um, mm. Asperger's and very servant, intelligent kids. So I believe that's a whole nother program. And I have two grandchildren. Actually, I think I have three grandchildren that are in the hybrid program. That one has this huge big head when he was born that we couldn't even get uh a shirt over his head it was so big oh, wow. and i also found something out the other day when i was doing my night vision tours out in here in las vegas i do through airbnb i um was talking to a lady i would do readings and i was telling her that uh part of what she does is to help heal people and help children and she says well i'm a nurse i'm a surgery nurse in the children's ward and we uh, and she and and then I showed her the picture of my grandson and she said, oh, my goodness, these are just like the kids that we get like one a week. I said and she said, and they have big heads like this and they do surgery to make their heads smaller. Wow. wow. Why do they do that? Why are they doing that? Why are they making these kids heads smaller? I don't know. I mean, they don't want them to have uh, the bigger craniums, but still. All these kids that I've met that are hybrids are so intelligent, right. so intelligent. I think mm -hmm. they have bigger brains. 
or more activated brains. But by them doing the surgery, are they stomping it down? I don't know. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Well, she didn't either. She didn't either. She's, oh my God, I didn't know we were doing something like that. That would be not, that that's that's not right. And of course he was, um, he's now 14. So that was like 14 years ago. But now they're fixing. They, I said, so yeah, they, you treated them like they have a birth defect of some kind yeah right right um that's sad that they're doing that actually because the only reason they're doing it is for cosmetically because they, they don't yeah. they won't fit in they'll look weird or different you know um yeah it's i also it heard someone say once that depending on how much the hybrid looks like a human they'll let it live on earth because it'll blend in but if it looks too mm-hmm. too et like that would be you know wouldn't blend in then they then they uh that's one factor i've heard and then like you said that maybe like some aren't able because of the pollution and and the density aren't even able to survive here but um Mm -hmm. but then i've heard a lot of people say there's there's millions of hybrids on our planet i agree millions Mm well in the community i've heard say they are themselves a hybrid um they claim Mm -hmm. they're like a like a human and arcturian hybrid or human um Pleiadian hybrid, you know, different things like that. Right. Um, well, I think it's interesting that they're that you said they're changing, they're manipulating the DNA to take the fight or flight out of it, um, because yeah. that is really key. Our DNA is, has been shut down. Like that's the whole junk DNA right. thing. It's in us. It's just been deactivated. So it's right. Maybe they're able to activate or, know, their DNA, or maybe like the fight or flight was like, maybe we've been altered to have like this, this like elevated fight or flight um mm-hmm. because we've because of the dark controllers you know and everything but now and, that like someone else might be in charge they're able to like tune it back down to normal and mm-hmm. we can we can evolve without constantly warring like you said and the reptilian the reptilian brain like you were saying that that yeah. was put in us i think for that reason um and, and then the they fight. try to keep us keep us locked they try to keep us locked into our reptilian brain to keep us in fight or flight to keep us in a low state of consciousness Mm-hmm. So we're so it can be controlled and manipulated in that way. But mm-hmm. what we see now is, you know, humans are starting to get past that and uh, they're desperate to keep us in that state. So you see them freaking out, trying to, uh, you know, their mind control isn't working the way it used to, you know, the manipulation is not working the way it used to. It is to, to certain people and it depends on where everyone's at, obviously. Some people are very much being manipulated, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable. By the college students zombified yeah exactly. Right. yeah yeah the, pe- the people um, with student loans yeah yeah but then you well, see i the, just the see that there's so much programming that they're doing um in school in the colleges and such to uh keep them apathetic and mm-hmm. change their mind and all of the different the pronouns is Oh, yeah. So I think they started that all in college. And so oh, yeah. you just talk to a college student, most not all, but a lot of the college students are programmed uh, to believe the government, the government to believe all that they hear. So yep. that's a problem. Also, the teenagers are all programmed to play the games and fight in the games and i think that's also programming that they're doing too because I, what a better way to find out if somebody can be a super soldier than to have them play 
I don't know, Halo or whatever the other games are and stuff. So I think there's so still a lot of mind control going on from the darker side. Well, we say. Yeah, yeah there, there definitely is. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. I mean, it's still, I mean, like all the stuff, the virus, the shootings, like all the stuff is totally ineffective if they don't have the media, if they don't have a way to spread, it doesn't even happen. Like there would have been no virus if we didn't have a mainstream media. Like we would have just kept no. living our lives. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and the same with everything else. Um, and that's what they're using to mind control and manipulate. And then some people be depending on what types of family they're born into and stuff are more easily manipulated than others. Um, just based on, I think their DNA or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. But I, I agree. It hasn't stopped until the media goes away, until we see some sort of major shift in that area. Yeah. Um, then we'll know we're on the right path for sure. Project yeah. Mockingbird. It right. started right about the time TV started. So it's been in play for a long time. And now uh, it's in full force. And they are, it's part of the mind control program that's going on on this planet. Yeah. It's backfiring though, because so many more, so many people are waking up because it's so, in, they're so insane with it right now, and they're so, it's so um, in your face uh, with how just insane it all is, and right. and uh, it's I've I've lost track of how many people I've heard say they woke up for that reason, or they woke up, you know, around when COVID first hit, or in the last couple of years because of the insane mm -hmm. propaganda, the insane agendas and that's all in your face um how zombified people are you know all these reasons uh, mm -hmm. these insane false flags that are obviously false flags um mm -hmm. it's it's waking people up that i think it's being so it's like a catalyst in a good way for that reason so i think um you know you could say it's divinely being letting that play out to a certain degree because of that reason maybe um but it's not I don't think, you know, because then there's a lot of people that get doom and gloom that they see all this stuff and they think, oh, we're all doomed uh, because look at the way things are going. Look at what's happening. And um, they kind of like lose hope. You know, you see that a lot, too. And I see it as a good I see it the opposite. I see it as a very good sign. I, I see it as I would be worried if things were smooth sailing. If it was the opposite, I would be worried because then that means they're still fully in control. The dark's still fully in control. They have nothing to worry about because they're not going to start exposing themselves with all, you know, all that stuff. And uh, the fact that I see the craziness and so many people waking up, um, I take it as a good sign. Doesn't mean it's not going to get worse before it gets better. I think it probably will to a certain degree. Right. No, that's it's, a great. It's a catalyst for awakening and change. You know? That's a great analysis of all of that. I agree. And what you focus on, we create, you know, we create, we're the ones creating this reality. So, right. Going back, going back to the hybrids really quick. Uh, so as far as, okay, we have these hybrids being born now. I wonder how they're accomplishing that. Is it the same way as far as they they would take the eggs, bring them back and then, and then the baby's just born here, or is this just in the DNA already? How is that happening? Well, I think in some cases, the hybrids are giving birth to hybrids, but it would have been a hybrid that were had that genetic manipulation. And now as hybrids, they give birth to uh, to to hybrids themselves. So 
mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's still that other going on. But I, I think, um, so, yeah, I just think that. What about the free will aspect of all this? Because we're talking about this, like we're just so used to it. And this is very traumatic for some people to think about and have these realizations. And it's a it's infringing on our free will. Like, how does that happen? Or what's going on with that? Well, I'll give you an example. When I take people in hypnosis back to the life before they came to Earth, there are, we are not ignorant of what is going to happen to us. We've, I believe, my opinion is that we've signed, they're not signed, but we've made agreements and contracts with some of the very, very good things experienced and on some of the very, very bad things as well. Because we look, we're higher beings, very high conscious beings uh, from all different planetary groups. And we look at Earth as, oh, no big deal. We can handle this. Until <laughs> you get down here, then you realize you, it, it, it's harder than we thought. But I, I keep finding people having contracts to be hybrid parents, mm-hmm. not having children of their own on this, maybe because they didn't want to, sometimes because they had really bad childhoods themselves that they didn't want kids, but they also are hybrid parents. Or maybe having one one child and then or two and then hybrids. But I I do believe there's so many different hybrid programs. It's hard to tell for sure. But I think all of them you've had a contract. I think you I think you agreed to do it in some way. Now, if you're talking about the ones that were negative and stuff, by the fact that they can't conjure into it maybe they conjure into it maybe maybe your experience was that they said um that you can help our civilization if you'll help us with the hybrid program and it was a lie maybe it was a lie right we still that, got content and saying yes to that is a contract right so exactly free will you can uh, nullify your contracts in this life though absolutely yeah yeah, you can. I have people do it all the time in the sessions where they cancel all the contracts, burn them up, and as if they never happened. Things like right. so you can, yep. you can cancel you. Right. Um, the other part of the hybrid thing is the the my lab, shall we say, the government hybrid programs, and I believe that's a whole different reason for them. I believe they use us as well the fact that we are part of their species and they use us with the with with their grays or the different groups in the genetic program in the underground bases to make soldiers or to make uh psychics uh to make um translators or interfacers or different things like that so that I think that's not a very good positive thing because I can understand it better if those people are really have a problem in their planet and they do need help. But with us, why are we, why are we, why do we have a hybrid program? I remember seeing a hybrid reptilian in the underground base, not really a reptilian, it's more like a Draco. It's like a little, little dinosaur, raptor looking thing. It was not as human as, um, as you know, some of the hybrid reptilians. Right. It was mm-hmm. very non-human. Uh, whereas the reptilian hybrids that I've been shown in my 
because I have had some reptilian hybrids. I don't consider them draconians. I consider them reptilians. And I have been had presentations of them. They have a lot of more, a lot more human features, very human. Basically, a, a lot more human and based other than their their scale or their skin might be the thing that's different. So um well, isn't would that be the rep? They call them reptarians. Um, they're reptilians who were born on Earth, and they they've never they they didn't come from anywhere else but Earth. So they call those like Terra reptarians. Um, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. That makes that makes sense. I will tell you, I was in an underground base once with a reptilian, and um, I said to him telepathically because that's one of the reasons they would take took me because I interface with aliens and talk to them, both galactic speaking languages and also interfacing. But I would say to him, why are you invading our planet? What did you do? What did we do to you? Now, this wasn't a, a particularly bad experience, but it was with the government was there and he was there. Uh, he wasn't one of the ones that looked more like the Dracula was one and more looked like a lizard. And so I asked him that, and he, and he showed me this imagery and said to me telepathically, we're not the invaders, you are. We were here long before you. And then he shows me these um, dinosaurs and uh, prehistoric uh, animals, and they're all running, 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 and they're running from all these comets. And I'm told by him that those comets are being directed by uh, technology, by other other. Uh, aliens galactics and that these are weapons to for the extinction and he says and we who were smarter and then more intelligent went in underground and evolved to who you see before you wow so i felt ever after that i did not look at all the lizards you know reptilians the same way no, you can't. It's just like us. We we just we say this a lot. And it, there's duality. There's both benevolent and malevolent of every species. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And going back to what you said earlier about us signing up for this, um, and then also, I, I think that also happens with the programs as well. Like you know, you're going to come down here and be a hybrid mother. You also know you're going to come to Earth and and be abducted into the programs, maybe so you can come back and then be part of the disclosure of that program you know who knows what the reason is but i definitely think because uh, a lot of it's terrible no one wants to imagine that they would have signed up for something so dark and horrific uh, mm -hmm. and so you just have to wonder like were you willing to take that sacrifice for the betterment of humanity you know it's possible that the end the end justifies the means and unfortunately though it even though negative and horrific experiences you've had you have seen the ugliest and you and and now it's time to come into the light so you're able to um become a better human maybe in the next lifetime <laughs> right. or, or even in your own lifetime uh, the people who have had some of the worst experiences are the nicest people some, right. a, a lot of them are are the nicest mm -hmm. people and they and they, so and i they, believe they become better people from it they become better people they have all that wisdom um, and then now they mm -hmm. can they can help people get through that they because they've people. been yeah. been exactly. through it all because yeah. they've been there mm -hmm. exactly. because they've yeah. been there i definitely mm -hmm. I, 
That's interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, I guess we'll start wrapping this up. I know you said you, you had okay. to get going. So um, can you let people know where to find you and uh, and how they can listen to your show and all that stuff? Okay. Um, well, my show is on every Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. at Pacific, Pacific Standard Time. And it is KCORradio.com. Of course, you can go to my website, starseedawakening.org, and you can find all of the things, my radio, find my night vision tours. You can find uh, my hypnosis, how you can book for the hypnosis. I also do galactic readings to help you find out what your mission is, or what, uh, along with uh, the cards and the oracle cards to help you find out what has happened in your life what your and what is uh, your mission, what you uh, can uh, see happening in the future and things like that um i have my books there so you can also go to the virtual groups and you can go and join and be a member of my virtual groups and i it's very very inexpensive i i did start charging just so i could uh because i ultimately have a goal to get off of the zoom or anything like that that can be listened to so i'm um, going to be moving into some kind of a, a business kind of uh i got you something more meeting, yeah. meeting pro, yeah something more secure right. so right. um anyway so it's very inexpensive i have three groups a week uh, they're all different like my group coming up in and uh, tomorrow actually <laughs> is the galactic light language channeling automatic writing group and then I have a group about reptilians. I have a group about good and bad experiences. I have a group about grays, good and bad experiences in grays. I have uh, MK Ultra, SRA, uh, trafficking, all of that. Uh, I have a group about secret space program veterans, military veterans, and the very unusual things that happened in all of the wars that are have to do with the space and uh and the ufos and space program and things like that um and i have a twin fling uh, or counter divine counterpart group um uh hybrids groups just that's why just I, you name it i have it that, that's <laughs> why i thanked you when we started this because i know what it takes i mean that that that's a full-time job there's no way to do that i mean the amount of effort and energy it takes to put in that, put into that and pull that off and help all those people um, is very much appreciated. And I'm sure you've helped a lot of people along the way. And thank you for what you're doing. Seriously. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, it's my mission and yeah. my mission changes all the time. They are always adding things to my mission. Sometimes I have to go, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I just one person here. Slow down. <laughs> Yeah, slow um, down, but yeah, they do. And now, in within my readings, they're even adding mediumship and all kinds of different things about it. it. You know, the wonderful thing about this is everybody is psychic, everybody is intuitive, everybody in this that is born on this planet is all of these things. They just have to remember that they mm -hmm. are, and then start doing it and using it. I mean, when when people start really waking up in masses, there's going to be need more people needed, more and more and more people needed. So, you know, hone up your intuitive skills and become the psychic that you 
are and so you can help people and healers and all of the other things that are that are out there so so much is needed so much is needed that was a beautiful message to end on thank you for saying that i agree with you um that was absolutely beautiful uh we'll have all the links below for um all your stuff where people can find you because they're certainly going to be asking um thank you so much for joining us today uh, I know we got off to a rough start with the tech issues, but we made it. And, and uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Thank you for joining us. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all for your love and support and your donations. And until next time, have a great evening. Mm-hmm.